everyone, Shay here. This episode was meant to release last week, but because our date with the Rhode Island medium Savannah Martin became a two-parter, the latest installment of That Week in Ridiculous Rhodey Headlines became That Week Last Week in Ridiculous Rhodey Headlines. In any case, enjoy. From Trailblaze, this is Anchored, a Rhodey-themed podcast style low sodium option for the Ocean State Sea Salty's opinions, and this is another installment of That Week in Ridiculous Rhodey Headlines. We're your host, Shay. And Elise. And on November 5th, 1925, men seek permission to unearth hidden money. May I please? Take a take a take a May I just please have money there? Yeah. I'm sorry. What? All right. So first of all, listeners, Shay picks headlines for the oh, headlines just for the headlines, not the story. Mm-mm. Yeah. She didn't read this. And I'll tell you, that's incredibly evident here. So, ultimately, this is a story of two guys who may or may not be, quote-unquote, casing the joint, and for aesthetic reasons, let's call them Harry and Marv. So, I want to be clear that this article makes note of the two guys' race, as well as the shop owner's race, um, and they deem them colored. So, thanks again, Shay, Um, which I won't give another thought to because it's wildly unnecessary. So, thank you. (laughs) Anyway... Marv and Harry start by walking into the store located at 428 Washington Street behind what's now Classic Cafe, saying, Hey, Miss Davis, uh, great store you have here. Your uh, your husband told us to come on down and get the $150 he hid for us in the floorboard in the back. Sure. No. No? <laughs> no. Not real? There's a lack of inve- investigative journalism here. Um, in the Ocean State specifically, like, where is Mrs. Davis's husband? What are Harry and Marv's connections to him? Um, did they kidnap him? What the heck? Is there a permission slip? Yeah, like, hey, your husband sent us. This isn't second grade. <laughs> like, like we we test those kids on who's supposed to pick them up. Like, where is your husband, lady? Like, and I'm not saying like you're allowed to run this rest. I mean, this store by yourself. Like, I'm not trying to take that away from you. <laughs> I'm just saying, your husband sent us. Doesn't that feels suspicious? Anyway, Mrs. Davis's mother did not raise a fool, um, so she told those nerds to scram and called the 5-0, who showed up, which I was really surprised about, and then looked for the hidden money in the back and left. Yep, that's it. Thanks, Shay. Um, that's the entire article. <laughs> it reads like a Jamestown police blotter. X got pulled over. They were naked. And that's it. We need more information. We always need more information. What was the kind of what kind of store was it? What kind of store? Um, what were they going to do with the money? Yeah. Where is the husband? So many questions. Why would he leave $150 under a floorboard for them when they have a whole ass register? The article did allude to, like, obviously Marv and Harry were going to case the joint and they were going to steal the register is what they just assumed. But I don't know if that's just Pro-J being racist as shit or <laughs> maybe they were really casing the joint. They probably got a hold of them and asked. Or they could have been time travelers who left their own $150 in the back. Ooh, didn't think about that, did you? Ooh. Yep. Uh, Mrs. Davis. Man, 1925. You know what? If we got a genie here right now and they were like, one wish, take me back to November 4th, 1925. I got some figuring out to do. Okay, well, 30 years later... (laughs) 
on no on November 11th, 30 years later on November 11th, Christmas seals sail to begin soon in Westerly. Hmm. So I'm sure that there's a perfectly logical explanation for this headline, but if I will be frank, even though my name is Shayna, all I can picture, especially when I read this, was a line of harbor seals in a Radio City Music Hall of Rockettes like dance troupe. <laughs> but they're for sale. Come Christmas get, seals. Come get your seal. Come get your seal. Nowhere in this article do they explain what kind of seals they're talking about. Not once. They never clarify what the seal is. Is it the mammal seal? Is it the thing that closes other things up or seals other things up, if you will? Is it Heidi Klum's husband? <laughs> no. Nothing. Not a zip. I think the seals are like group of like nonprofits, like the Easter seals and things like that. I've never heard. Yeah. Oh, so the Easter seals teaches adults. Um, it's an illiteracy program, so it teaches adults to read. I think there's additional components to it. My dad was an Easter seals volunteer when I was a kid, and so I think that that's probably what this is in regards to. <laughs> but is it a product? Christmas it's not a seals. product. It's a. It's like a group. Like so, they're gonna have a sale. Like a like a. Um, uh, a craft fair. And so the the Christmas seals would put on a craft fair. And so it's like they have a sale. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh. But again, context would be very, very helpful here. It, yeah, definitely. Now, what if I just moved here? <laughs> or what if I'm a time traveler? What if you were reading this headline in 2021? <laughs> yeah, what if I'm a time traveler? <laughs> but uh, apparently they it read like they just wanted to be mysterious. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe that's the point. Maybe they want Rhode Islanders to be on the edge of their seats while they try and figure out what seals and tuberculosis <laughs> have in common. I know, wild card right there. Because it is sponsored by the Westerly Visiting Nurses Association and its tuberculosis committee. Imagine if like that's the best committee to get on. Like All I want is the tuberculosis committee. All I, I need. swear if it's polio, I'm going to be so mad. It's <laughs> consumption. We're over that. They also don't mention... Well, where they will be selling said seals, nor for how much each seal will be going for. But going from what you said about what it is, it makes so much more sense yeah, now. Sorry to burst your bubble. Uh, it's all right. Um, do you want me to continue? Because uh, I think I've hit my ceiling. Oh, God. If we could just go womp, womp. We got to keep the pause. Can't cut <laughs> that out this time. Yeah, no. Just dismay. So the next article... Again, I want to be very clear. Shay only picks this for the headline. <laughs> I did read this one. High school students compete for attention with fire at Westerly. Another Westerly. Yep. November 11th, 1950. So before we even get into this, we need to find out what the heck Armistice Day is. You want to know? Armistice. Armistice. Day. Size. Cc's. Uh, it's Veterans Day, prior to the Second World War. Armistice's Day was created as a means to celebrate the end of World War I, known at the time as the Great War. The Good War. Um, that officially ended when the Treaty of Versailles was signed on June 28, 1919, in the Palace of Versailles, outside of the town of Versailles, France. Say Versailles one more time. Versailles. However... Um, fighting had ceased about seven minutes, seven months earlier when the armistice, see, there you go, was or temporary cessation of hostiles between the allied nations and Germany went into effect on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. 
For that reason, November 11th, 1918 is generally regarded as the end to the, um, God, this hurts to say, the war to end all wars. Surprise. Germany mm. coming back at you. Mm. Felt really messy. So mm. June 1st, 1954, um, November 11th became, um, so on June 1st in 1954, mm-hmm. November 11th became the honor, uh, the day to honor American veterans of all wars. So we just wrapped it right just up. All together. So we took out Armistice's Day and replaced it with Veterans Day. You guys aren't special. We got a second world war now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With We're the... doing them together. Yeah. You say great war. I say just wait war. Oh. That <laughs> that was wrong. I'm sorry. There's a lot of people that died. Um, war's never the answer. So anyway, back to the destruction in Westerly. There's an annual football game between Westerly and Stonington, Connecticut. Always played on what would eventually become Veterans Day. And so it seems, from what I can decipher from this cryptic-ass article, that um, you need an old-timey decoder ring to understand that there's some sort of pep rally in the streets um, that the fans of opposing teams stood on either side of the post office. Weird. In Westerly. Okay. I know. It's weird. And just screamed at each other. A direct quote from the article says, Each side did its best to outdo the other in noise and beam blowing the latest thing in high school extracurricular activities bean blowing bean blowing i don't like how that sounds nope i'll take it as a 1950s tide pod challenge (laughs) (laughs) these kids um so that's let's assume as we have no other information whatsoever possible um that there was also some sort of firely fire in westerly (laughs) Because it's not mentioned. There's no context in this article. I it's like you, the Christmas seals. Yeah, you had to keep the keep yesterday's issue to find out what the hell we're talking about. Um, but yeah, the there was a fire, but this pep rally at the post office was lit. Wow. Rap okay. noises. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, That's a rap noise. Sounds more like a cat. Yep. Yeah. That was horrible. No. Next time. We'll get them next time. Yeah. That was good though, right? Definitely thought there was a fire. Yeah, no. Just bean blowing. I just want to go ahead and point out <laughs> that, like, maybe this was the, like, Cliff's notes of your life. Like, this is how this worked for you. Like, you never really read the full. Like, you were just like, yeah, Beauty and the Beast. It's about an ugly guy and a girl. That's it. Yep, that's it. That's no, it. No, they were singing cups, girl. You got to pay attention to the details. <laughs> so we got we to gotta work harder, not smarter. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Work smarter, not harder. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, f- going forward, I'm still only going to read the headlines. Yeah. It makes it exciting. <laughs> it does. It's like Russian roulette. <laughs> Are we going to offend somebody in this episode? Find out. <laughs> Ooh. Probably Westerly this time. Two articles about Westerly. Yeah. And they think that we're a Providence-centric. <laughs> Come on. We're all state, man. This is also just our attempt at getting Taylor Swift to notice us. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. girl. All right. That's it for today, folks. So don't forget to follow us on The Big Four, all at Anchor the Show. And if you want to get a hold of us via email for some reason. Via email. uh, That's anchoredtheshow at gmail.com. And don't forget. To stay salty. www. Actually, no. That's an email. We're cutting that. 
Oh my god. What? <laughs> Anchored is produced by Trailblaze Media, along with myself, Elise Swearingen, and Shane Weintraub. From Trailblaze Media, Ezra Winters is our executive producer.